You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. And welcome to this week's edition of the Couch Potatoes. I'm Alex. This is Cap. This is the goddamn master of the Anunnaki, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. I've got the ads on YouTube. I want to invest in crypto. This is how the, and this just is. just read about Anunnaki all fucking day. <laughs> See, this is how the Patriots maintain control yeah. by spreading. You know, guy, you know why you don't go to the library? Because people like me are in there looking that shit up with a whole spread of books. Oh laptop. shit! Oh shit! We got them. We got we got one. We got one. Get the books. Get the books. Get the books. <laughs> Burn them. Burn them. Burn them if you got them. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, smoke him if you got him. That should be the motto of fucking Tennessee right now. Smoke him if you got him. Hey, 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 son, what are you doing? I'm just rolling a cigarette with pages from To Kill a Mockingbird. The ending. The ending. That's my boy. That's my boy. All American tobacco. Oh, my Go God. Balls. Go balls. <laughs> We're back in regular form with the whole table here together. Hey. And yeah, let's go ahead and uh, let's go and talk about some classic Comedy Central since we're already being funny motherfuckers already. We're in nostalgia mode. We're in nostalgia mode once again, guys. Remember the good times? (laughs) Remember? Remember? I remember. <laughs> you remember? It's like in, remember. in in and around the 9-11 times, you know, when Comedy Central ruled all. You, oh, remember yeah. the, you remember when Russia had like a bunch of satellite countries that weren't part of them anymore? <laughs> I remember when there used to be like two of them. <laughs> now, That's a whole now, other podcast. Yep. <laughs> what? We're not talking about Russia? No. <laughs> oh, my God. I was not prepared for this. <laughs> Damn, I had, my no- I had my notes and everything. <laughs> I was prepared to talk about the history of authoritarianism and everything. <laughs> No, man, we're going to talk about uh, Comedy Central, about how this was kind of like... Uh, Comedy Central was kind of like my uh, next uh, network that I would watch religiously, like mm-hmm. after like uh, Cartoon Network and, uh, say, Nickelodeon and all that, too. Nothing winds you down from watching DBZ and fucking Gundam. Oh, yeah, like, exactly. Like, it was uh, anime in the like afternoons. John Stewart from The Daily Show. Exactly. It was <laughs> anim- South Park. It was anime in the afternoons, and you transition over into, uh, like, you were talking about John Stewart and all that, and a lot of a lot of stand-up specials, like, say, uh, Premium Blend would be yes. on for about an hour, Comedy Central Presents would be that on for about shit. an Comedy hour. Central Presents. And then you got your uh, regularly run uh, shows, like your South Parks and they did a lot of syndicated too. stuff too like mm-hmm. they would get the rights too right and it sucks that they only had them for a little while because I remember um, starting watching Co- uh, Comedy Central was the presents but they had Saturday Night Live I would watch all the uh, yeah. SNL reruns too and, uh, and I, that was like the first the- time that was the first time I ever saw I pulled up on a, uh, an episode of Saturday Night Live and Sinead O'Connor and, yeah, the- and it was the famous Sinead O'Connor where they, she rips the picture of the and Pope and it's uncut it's yep. uncut they kept it, all that. Yeah, they kept all that shit because it didn't matter by then. The yeah. Pope, the Pope was hiding pedophiles and Sinead O'Connor was a Muslim by then. <laughs> I, got exp- I got exposed to a lot of uh, music through like those old uh, yeah. SNL reruns because it was specifically that uh, early 90s run mm-hmm. with like Chris Farley and Adam Sandler mm-hmm. and uh, t- I almost said like Tim Meadows, like what a pull, yeah. but he's like kind of the deep cut. Yeah, uh, Tim Meadows. He did a Ladies member, Man. Alec Baldwin man. was still a big part of it. Um, 
he was like the like the he's kind of like Tom Hanks, where like Alec Baldwin was kind of like uh, the all the top five guest hosts. Yeah, in that run, but he came from he came from Saturday Night Live. Alec and Baldwin did. Yeah, he he he, put, he pulled a lot of time at Saturday Night Live, not just you know co writing stuff and producing, but like he was a member for a little while. I know that. I always thought, thought he was like kind of like the. He's like uh, Steve def- Martin. Steve yeah. Martin. Yeah. Steve okay. Where yeah. he wasn't like a cast member, but, but he, was he a would ca- like he was a like make off- regular appearance. Yeah, but he was. They made him a regular to. He basically was a cast member. Yeah. Not like Eddie Murphy. You know. He was like a full on cast member, yeah. but it was like mostly around that era and into like the mid to late nineties when mm-hmm. Will Ferrell and uh, Chris Kattan and uh, that was the early two thousands. Yeah. Yeah. And those were those are fun. Those like the post nine eleven SNL mm-hmm. was fucking hilarious. Or like that was right around when they were doing like the two thousand one uh, election mm-hmm. bits and all that too. I do, I do love like the post nine eleven ones because it was still Will Ferrell and Tina Fey and Horatio Sands and all them. Mm-hmm. And Daryl Hammond as fucking yeah. uh, both Bill Clinton and Al Gore. Yeah. Uh, but the funny one was like, I think Will Ferrell, they're at a fucking staff meeting and he's wearing a fucking like Speedo American flag. Yes. <laughs> and he's just like, uh, you know, I'm just here supporting America. And just being, and like, su- make, being super uncomfortable and yeah. awkward. <laughs> he's like his hairy fucking belly show. He's wearing like a crop top and shit. That's what makes it funny is just how he just kind of like, how just you know, gross he looks in it. Yeah. And then Horatio Sands like, that's brave, Bob. That's brave, <laughs> and they can't contain, and they can't contain it either. They're just trying to not break character, yeah. but they're just like, I can't do it. I but can't you, do you, it. You get a lot of classic bits from those. It was uh, the Christopher Walken. Yeah, because hey, ladies and gentlemen, the Foo Fighters, the Foo Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> but he does the uh, the whole uh, Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah, the Blue the, Oyster Cult bit with the cowbell and uh, all that. Fun, fun fact, real quick, it's still being parodied to this uh, day. What's his name? Uh, the guy that was uh, the uh, the singer. Um, that was married to Jennifer Lopez. What's his name? You know uh, what I'm talking about. Fucking P. Diddy. No. The <laughs> no. The Hispanic, the Hispanic guy. Oh, uh, God damn it. Uh, Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony, yeah. He uh, he came, He was he was doing a show, a live show, and he was singing his song, and then here comes Will Ferrell on stage with a fucking cowbell, and he's a ding, ding, ding. Yes. And like, dude's getting into it, man. Like, and he's just playing off each other. Oh, yeah, he did that on a Queens of the Stone Age set that I saw yeah. one time where it's like, there was one song they have where it's like very cowbell driven, and then, of course, Will Ferrell comes on that that shirt that's way too small for him, mm-hmm. which kind of makes that whole character work too. Yeah, and then it's the uh, they do that on uh, with the uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers too later yeah. on because he, he looks exactly like the drummer for fucking the Red oh, Hot I know, Chili Peppers. Kind of, they've been milking that bit for a yeah. minute too. I but, saw one where like the drummer was like dressed up as the Will Ferrell elf too, mm-hmm. just kind of playing into it. But no, it was a lot of uh, they would play those on Comedy Central at, like twelve o'clock. You know, like at noon, right around lunchtime, or like two o'clock in the afternoon, like on like a like on a weekend or in a during the summertime, we'd watch it. You yeah. know, religiously. Mm-hmm. You, know, at, yeah. you know, in between school and a lot of, things lot like of pull, that. They had a lot of pulls from then mm-hmm. for me when I was watching it because that was my first kind of look at you know a variety show of that kind. Yeah, but I know it came from like like NBC, but like when you syndic- but it would be syndicated. Yeah, and, and it wouldn't be and it wouldn't be cut up. Because all the prop, there's no issues now, right? Because like the Sinead O'Connor thing, it was an issue because they couldn't reshow it. Mm-hmm. It was but very controversial for the time. For the time, but by the time it shows up on Comedy Central, no one gave a fuck about the Pope because the Pope was dead. Yeah, and Sinead O'Connor was a Muslim. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I learned about you know er- the early '90s was through those like fucking uh, SNL bits or like when mm-hmm. uh, it was Norm Macdonald doing the uh, Weekend Update. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, bits I think one of my favorites like was that. Mike Myers was still on there. Yeah, and they were still doing the Wayne's World bits and with Dana Carvey and then. And they would have uh, Chris Farley with Mike Myers because they would just play off each other a lot, like kind of like Spade, yeah, yeah, uh, and Adam Sandler. But there was this one where he's an American tourist, 
and he's chained up in like a fucking uh, Chinese torture game show. Like when yes. You, you know what the fucked yes. up Chinese game shows uh-huh. are? And, like, and he's uh, just like, Kazake, you say, da 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 da. And it's just like, oh God, I'm not even there. It's fucking saying, Jesus Christ, let me go. And she's like, ha 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 ha. Kiyoko Godzilla. And like the uh, guy's like, is it Godzilla? That's right. You still go in a torture chamber. Yeah. <laughs> and they go, zip. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God. Oh my God. It's so bad. And Mike Myers, Chinese character, is just like, ha 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 ha. They couldn't do that now. Nope. <laughs> Sure as hell couldn't. <laughs> a little white Canadian man playing an Asian man? Nah, no. <laughs> and we definitely chose to talk about uh, Comedy Central kind of like the golden era, kind of mm. being like mid to late 90s and early 2000s, because that's really where it just kind of felt like it really hit the stride, because mm. um, I can literally list off right now all the shows that are theirs. So this isn't including syndicated programming. Yeah. This is how many shows they have going on right now with new episodes. Mm. This is for original programming, scripted animation, live action, unscripted variety, and stand-up comedy. Okay. Okay. South Park, mm-hmm. a new show called Fairview, which is horrible. Really? Ho- I watched some clips of it on YouTube. It It's bad. I haven't even heard of it. Crank Yankers. Yep. Um, Aqua- Aquafina is Nora from Queens. That's a funny show. Okay. And then the current version of The Daily Show. Yeah, with Trevor Noah. Uh, doing the most with Phoebe Robinson. Mm-hmm. God's Honest Truth with uh, Leonard. Uh, and then Good Talk with Anthony Jelsnick. Oh, they brought Anthony Jelsnick back? I was going to yeah. say. That's a fucking... They haven't canceled his ass well, yet? <laughs> that's been going on since 2019. Okay, that's Because he, he had... He's uh, great. He's yeah, great. but he had his show canceled because mm-hmm. of Shark Party. Of Shark Party? <laughs> that's what did it. That's what put him under. Huh. So, so I know he had... What was the, uh, what was the uh, show they had? Was it Too Soon? I think we had too soon with Anthony Jelsnick. Because that was kind of his thing, where it's like, I'm going to tell the joke, you know, whatever the too fuck soon. I want to. Well, exactly. It, well, he's like, I'm going to do it however the fuck I want. And a dude had just got killed in New Zealand by a fucking great white. And he's like, hey, guys, dude, hey, shark one, shark party. And all yeah. these bitches came out just like shark party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's funny. Shark party. Now with the, that, but, but that's it. Yeah, and but, then they have a handful of syndicated program: The Office, Cleveland Show, Parks and Rec, Friends, Schitt's Creek, Seinfeld, and Brooklyn Nine Nine. I think Comedy Central. But that's it. That's, that's all, all Fox ha- and NBC. <laughs> that's all they have on the network anymore. Well, they're kind of like suffering the same problem that you know your regular cable channel is suffering through, where everybody's streaming and nobody's really like giving a fuck. Well, that's about. what that's what that's what's uh, kind of fucked about streaming right now. Um, so I'm a fan of Parks and Rec. Yeah, I went to go watch it on Netflix. Okay, it's not there. I went to watch it on Hulu because at Hulu I knew it was there. Now it's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. So what's putting nail in the coffin of someone like Comedy Central, where they made a lot from syndication, yeah, was the rights. The rights, and now Peacock, which is M- M- NBC. NBC, has now created their own streaming service. Now it's free, but still it's a streaming service. And you still got to go there to watch. And you know, Saturday Night and you Live know they put premium lock, you know, premium locks on shit like that. Uh, now with syndication, you know that's I kind of like that aspect because I get to watch a whole series, you know, at my pace. Mm-hmm. But still, you know, if I want to go back and watch a show I really like, let's say let's say FX did that shit instead of let's say they ended their partnership with Hulu or Disney and all them. Let's yeah. say they ended it and created their own FX 
XFX yeah, yeah, premium yeah, plus. Premium, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for always nah, sunny. Nah, man, it's and... times. FXX. <laughs> <laughs> times three. <laughs> times three. And uh, you have a tiered system. It's oh, fucking uh, terrible. Actually, and, but they debut it with the plus sign, yeah. and it just slowly tilts. <laughs> and then you see the shadow of another X, and you realize, oh, my God, it's a porn site. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fuck yes. Dennis does D. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> not my kind of not my kind of scenario <laughs> I don't know why that was the first thing to pop my head I know what you I understand what kind of stuff you like <laughs> we know your search history hey whatever now. you say you book You're burn incest motherfucker <laughs> Jesus but, uh, but it is crazy I think uh, Comedy Central debuted in 1991 yeah uh, I think it wasn't Whitest Kids You Know I think it was it was Kids in the Hall that would have been Canadian. Okay. But weren't they on Comedy Central? Eventually, yeah. They, they syndicated it with Canada and okay. brought it down here. Well, some of the earliest live action stuff uh, they ran was um, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yep. They got uh, that from Sapphire. Yeah. Higgins Boys mm-hmm. and Gruber. Mama um, Gruber, yeah. That was uh, <laughs> that's an old one. Uh, mm-hmm. Tom, uh, Tommy Sledge P.I. Never heard of I don't yeah, no, a few of these don't have clickable links, so I'll skip over those. Afterdrive, uh, Sports Monster, Limbo Land. The, va- uh, the vacant lot. The uh, fuck is any of this? They sound like variety shows, mm-hmm. like Auntie Donna. Or but then, starting around '96 is when you get Pulp Comics, yeah, uh, yeah. Viva Variety, Upright. Viva Variety. That's what it was. See, Pulp the, Comics was Viva the Variety one I is the one where uh, Dangle and Michael were from. Oh, See, okay. and, this, and this is exactly what I meant. Starting around the mid '90s, because all that stuff I just listed before was like from like. You know, ninety one all the way up to now ninety five, ninety six, and starting from here to like the early two thousands, they were just hitting the mark with some of these shows. Yeah. And, and by this point, we also and but the one outlier that uh, they already had at this point was uh, well, actually, no, Daily Show came out in ninety six. So right yeah, then, before John Stewart, uh, it was fuck, I can't remember his name. He did, he became a sports Craig uh, Kilborn. Craig Kilborn oh, became okay. a sports guy. Yep. Yeah, um, so he he was a he was heading it up from a ninety six to ninety eight. Yeah, then Dave uh, then John Stewart took it. Yeah, and honestly, that was the show that really pulled me in. Like, of course, you know, we can get to Colbert Report in just a bit, but it's like that show honestly made me laugh. I like I liked his personality mm. a whole lot. Oh yeah, he, he had a very laid back sense of it, but he also had, you know, he had a funny way of explaining. Where it's like serious, but it's like. Come on, guys. Yeah. It was, it was, it was that yeah. kind of. Uh, it was know, something you would, you would say. Like, if I told you a story about some dude at a bar, you'd be like, come on. That, what a dumbass. Uh-huh. Yeah. But when you do it with the news, it's very serious. You know, the news is very serious. It's like, oh, the president, you know, vomited on an ambassador. It's just like, oh, God. Yeah. It's like, that, that kind of sucks. But the dude has to deal it all serious. John Storrs is like, this fucking douchebag. You're like, this was like, this is a real story. It's kind of yeah. like what John Oliver does now, where it's yeah. like, uh, where you tell, you get the story and you get all the, uh, you know, the takes on the. Now, uh, now that's all right. So John Oliver, he has roughly the same crew that John Stewart has. To, uh, Trevor Noah does not. No. Trevor Noah does not work with the original John Stewart crew. They went over to work with Jamie, uh, Jamie Oliver. John Oliver. Jamie yeah. Oliver. The sh- the oh, yeah. Ship. Yeah, Jamie Oliver, the guy who hates chicken nuggets. Yeah. Bougie piece of shit. But no, he, uh, so they do the, they do a lot of in depth background. You know, they don't want to, they, they don't want to be held 
liable. Right. But they also want to be able to tell the truth and the best aspect of that. And they get a week to get all that compiled too, where it's yeah. like, you know, it's a daily show with John daily Stewart or Trevor everything. Noah. You know, I mean, you got to remember in daily show in the early days, it's kind of hard to do because, you know, all you're doing is pulling a lot of stuff from AP. Mm-hmm. You're, you guys got to have, you don't have correspondence like you would have like a news show. So you, you a I lot mean, they of, had correspondence, yeah, but yeah. they were like jokes. Yeah, exactly. yeah, like our senior, uh, Drug enforcement. Oh, Steve Carell. Steve Carell. He's like, yes, opium problem's bad. (laughs) Wiping the fuck out of his face. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's like when uh, Jon Stewart stepped down, they were doing a whole lot of, like, retrospective episodes. And Mm -hmm. I think, uh, like, a whole lot of the cast did, like, a podcast or something. Yeah, they they would sub out when uh, Jon Stewart was out. they, They would sub out with... Stephen Colbert or Amanda mm-hmm. B. Or like John John Oliver took over for like a month or two. That was fucking hilarious. I watched yeah, all he's of like, those too. Where's John? Yeah. It's my show now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, he'd be, and he would just be like. Raising his arms. Just raising his arms. He's like, applaud me. <laughs> <laughs> because he became an American around that time. He 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 finally, his visa ran out. Yeah. He became an American. Well, I would consume that. <laughs> and then uh, they started syndicating uh, Late Night with Conan O'Brien around the same time, yeah. too. And I would get a lot of, you know. His show, his show was really good. Yeah, around that time period, but for like, sure. Conan O'Brien, you know, the show Conan O'Brien, whether it would be the late show or mm-hmm. TBS, well, it was always pretty good. Because he was a pretty good nighttime host. Yeah, and he was like very personal. Like, and be like, yeah, it's uh-huh. kind of like with the John Stewart delivery, where he would tell you like, uh, you know, n- political jokes or what was going yeah. on with the world. There's like a, you know, point out the absurdity around all of it, and really like, you know, make it feel better about how fucked up the world is. I like John Stewart's though because he would, t- you know, do all the jokes, and then he'd be like, "All right, and now here's uh, your moment so- is in." Yeah, your moment is in. Or uh-huh. uh, here's uh, that was the end. Yeah, the yeah, end. yeah, yeah. But like he would do all the jokes and stuff, and his interview would be like, "Oh, this is so and so. He builds houses in Africa while killing warlords." And it's just like, huh? Yeah, like what? <laughs> okay, that's cool. Cool. And this is like it became a very surreal moment. Yeah. Or he he would have a funny person on there, but he would always have that surreal moment. It's like he's like, oh, this is the first woman allowed to read in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, <laughs> it was just like, and that's and that's always what kind of captivated captivated me about his interviews. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, and you know, well, most people know this, but um, uh, Stephen Colbert worked in the background on yeah. that show. He was yeah. one of the oh, writers, he was one of the correspondents too. Yeah, and I love how they kind of did like the wrestling thing of like, you know what, John, I'm gonna go off and do my, my own, own show, yeah. and then. And then, and he's like, and I'm gonna have it come on right after yours. And I didn't realize that show didn't start until 2005. Yep, I was in. Uh, I guess it was like no, this was before I got into college. Just like right my freshman year of college, I would watch it uh, religiously. But as I was graduating from high school, it was still that transitional mm-hmm. period from like one thing to the next. You know, education was so like Colbert didn't become uh, say what I think it was a sophomore in high school. Yeah, and it's like, and I can remember like, because off and on throughout my childhood, we had cable, but there was like moments in time we, we where we didn't. Mm. And I remember like right around this era is when I got cable again. So it's like I must have, st- I didn't realize I was catching those episodes like so early on, and that was just the kind of the fun thing about it. Just and like kind of now looking back on it, being like, wow, we did get cable like right at the and right you time. School is like Stephen Colbert works on his bit. Uh-huh. Kind of like through the whole time he's with the Daily Show, yep. and he would always fire back at John. Is like, well, I'll tell you, you liberal piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> and he like it'd just be that running joke mm-hmm. of well, maybe if you weren't such a pussy. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like John Stewart was like, uh, sure, it was like left leaning, but he wasn't like preachy about it or Not anything at all. like that. No, it was very like dead of center. Yeah, a lot of his stuff, you know, even though it was a joke, was. 
you know, making fun of the farcity that is government. Exactly. You know, like these are people. These are these are, go- pe- they're they're, with faults. Yeah, they do have faults. Even though you voted for them and they made promises, they are kind of terrible people. Anybody who wants power is a terrible fucking person. Yeah. Most likely a psychopath. Yeah. These aren't God some, kings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, yeah. God kings is a great description. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this fucking Lord of the Rings type shit. But, uh, I don't but, know. People put them on this on these pedestals, and yeah. like John Stewart knew, and both he and John and Conan O'Brien knew how to just kind of just knock them down a peg and, and everything yeah. too. They were a great levity to have around the early two thousands. Yeah, because you needed someone to break the tension. Yep, break the uh, you know break the stride a little bit because everyone's all fucking tense and shit. Yeah, nine eleven and you know going into yeah. a war and, with Iraq and, and everything. And I could be wrong, but I believe John Stewart was like doing a live thing right as that was happening. Or yeah, like he, they, he was before he so he he does this he did he was at the, at that time he was recording an episode. Okay, yeah, um, in studio. Mm-hmm. Now they did their show not far from the that area, right? And they had to evacuate. So that footage was destroyed. Mm-hmm. Like he asked that that be destroyed because yeah. there was some screaming. Some people, you know were being told while they were in the audience. And yeah, stuff, yeah, like, yeah. Hey, New York is under attack. So, mm. uh, out of respect for the people in his audience and his crew members, you know, he, he had that destroyed. Yeah. Now, much later after that, they came back like a month later because, you know, every, everything was on a standstill for like a month. Sports, everything. Uh, no new television series, no nothing. Hell, they even changed Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they did. They changed the damn Spider-Man movie. But, uh, well, they kind of had to. But, like, yeah, because it's not there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Too soon? Too soon? <laughs> <laughs> we lived through it, too. 20, 20, 20 some years ago? Yeah. Yeah, too bad. <laughs> yeah, it's not like people died or anything. <laughs> Hashtag How never, insensitive of you, Chris. Hashtag never yeah. forget. Hashtag forgotten. Oh. 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 Hashtag aww. Oh. <laughs> 20 years ago is a long fucking time ago, bro. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Anyway, <laughs> they finally come back. <laughs> they finally come back, and he does a lot of a lot of things other comedians were doing at the time. Even leftist comedians were, you know, coming together and stuff like that. And just a little side story, real quick. Showtime's the green room. Uh huh. You've seen this, yeah. Uh, so Bill Burr, a bunch of other comics that we all know would do this little thing where they all bullshit together, yeah. just hang out, hang out with an audience, and talk about their comedy. It's essentially a live. Bo- podcast before podcasting yeah. exactly and it was very well done and then the, the guys would get up and go do their sets yep because basically it's a giant green room yeah John Stewart fucking looks Janine Garofalo right in the fucking face one of the most I've leftist, seen this one of the most leftist fucking comics ever she's fucking hilarious it's just not my bag right he's like I saw you doing a stand up <laughs> fucking building up George Bush <laughs> and talking shit about foreigners doing a whole Beat, bit. Beating that war drum. Yeah, beating that fucking war drum like 9/11. the rest of us, you stupid bitch. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God. And she's like, I don't remember that. Place. He's like, I fucking do. Yeah, I remember seeing you, you tiny bitch. <laughs> you tiny bitch. And I'm just like, oh my God, that's that's what that's going to be because before the internet, yeah. before before he got real big, <laughs> you had to catch him on the fly. You know? Exactly. You had to catch him slipping. <laughs> no Colton 4K in this one. Nah. There's nah. some great episodes with uh, Roseanne Barr from what I remember from the green room. Mm-hmm. I know she's like canceled and stuff now, but that shit was hilarious. Well, you know, Ambien makes you see things differently. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you see a lot of truths. Which, right. <laughs> Especially when you're scrolling the internet and shit. I don't give a fuck about Roseanne Barr, but goddamn, she had one of the best sitcoms ever. I still haven't watched it all the way through. It's too good. 
Which I you hadn't get, either. It, but that wasn't on Comedy Central. <laughs> no, it, it was, wasn't. It was, it was syndicated for a little bit. Was it? It may have been, yeah. But like after season six, it goes to his shit. But you talk about a great fucking sitcom that had two parents. Yeah. They had two parents. <laughs> In the 90s. Yeah. In the 90s. Disney wouldn't try to murder one of them. Nope. <laughs> and John Goodman was the dad. Yep. And he was a great dad. <laughs> one of the greatest TV dads. If we ever do a show about greatest TV parents, he's my number one pick. Oh, damn it. Now you got my like uh, ro- my uh, gears turning on that now. Yeah. Um, and then by 2003, you had Chappelle's show. Yeah, as far as that was like the whole like uh, trend of sketch comedies. Like after Chappelle's show, everybody tried to do Might a sketch show on a sketch show. Anthony Jeselnik, yeah, uh, Key and Peele, Key and Peele. They stole wait, Dave Chappelle's show. Yeah, pretty <laughs> uh, much. Well, Carlos Mencia did too, but he stole everybody's shit. Yeah, didn't he? Well, ta- talking about uh, sketch comedy shows, here's one. To see if we remember. I don't know if I remember bringing this up on our sketch comedy episode. Blue Collar TV. Yeah. Yeah, that went for like two seasons. Yeah. yeah you that one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I just saw that in the list there. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, Blue Collar TV. Oh, yeah. I that's grew that, up in Hitville, Tennessee. Of course I saw that but shit. Yeah, that's that, that's that uh, you know, beyond uh, that pro, uh-huh. pro-American pro oh, and yeah. what it means to be American, you know. I'm proud to be an American. It costs a buck oh five. Yeah. And here's Toby Keith with uh, <laughs> War Drum Two, yeah, Electric Boogaloo. How do you like me now? <laughs> that was. A, how do you like me now? I, I got in a conversation with my dad about that. You know about how do you, well, Toby post, Keith? No, post 9-11 country and how weird it got. Yeah, <laughs> like you weren't American unless you listened to Toby Keith or Alan Jackson. See, the Statue of Liberty is shaking her fist, man. We'll uh, put a boot at your ass. Didn't Waylon Jennings basically say he would kill a cop at one point? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, everybody forget that part. Like, what, uh, outlaw country. Outlaw country was very liberal as fuck in the seventies. Yeah, yeah, it was. And then country itself just took a is, turn. Yeah, you know, was pretty much anti fucking cop. Yeah. All right. It's anti-establishment in general. Yeah, anti-government, anti this. And now it's, oh, yeah, we're going to spend as much money as humanly possible it's all on a about, missile that gives people cancer. It's all freedom <laughs> under our, our president, you know? Yeah, yeah that, that, that's, that's the change. And fuck the Dixie Chicks. Yeah, because, you know, they had a, an opinion about yeah. a president who was fucking up. Mm-hmm. Yet, I look at all of this, and it's like, during a part of Comedy Central's history... All of their programming was anti-Bush. Yeah, yeah. They had so many anti-Bush Lil Bush, shows. Lil Bush, I remember Lil that. Bush was Lil fun. Bush. They made Jeb look like a retard. <laughs> I will. Ne- and this is. I'm quoting the show. I'm not saying this. One of the most fucked up things I remember from that show was Lil Bush was walking through the cafeteria line, grabbing food, and he reached down. And it's like, and they had like all the little Bush mannerisms down, you know, great. So he's like, he picks up a brownie, takes a bite out of it, he looks at it, he goes, hmm, points at it, he goes, you're doing a pretty good job, brownie. Like that, looks up at the cafeteria maid who's black, points at her and goes, hey, you're doing a pretty good job too, brownie. Like that, and keeps God walking. I was like, damn. holy Fuck. I don't. Think, I don't think people, like especially in our generation, realize that George Bush is just this goofy fucking dude. Yeah, like he just. That's how I've always seen him. That he used to work. You know, he was in you know the Air National Guard. He liked cocaine. He Miller liked Genuine, to party. Miller, Miller Genuine Draft. <laughs> he's one chicken wings. He's one. He was a cheerleader in college. Yeah, he married a Democrat librarian. Yeah. <laughs> 
And at least to paint. And she killed yeah. somebody. Yeah, and his grandfather may have killed John F. Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but that's a different podcast. Yes. That's a very, that's a very an... detailed podcast. Like and subscribe. <laughs> there, was another but, one, uh, there was another one called... Uh, what was it, isn't uh, it great to be able to say that now when something fucked up happens? You're like, like and subscribe. <laughs> but, like, it, but like, you know, a lot of anti-Bush stuff, that came from the syndication of uh, SNL mm-hmm. because they would do the... They did the Clinton state jokes I remember great because it was this three-way call between him, Monica Winsky, and Saddam. Yeah, Monica, you don't call me anymore. <laughs> hey, Monica, how you doing? <laughs> and like Saddam's just like, I love. It's like, thank you for the beret. I love it. <laughs> and then you had Saddam dating Satan in yeah. South Park. Yeah, yeah. and that come was, on, guy. <laughs> hey, guy. I don't know Saddam. I just <laughs> which we can't gloss over that. We've already done an entire South Park episode, but it's like ninety-seven. Well, that whole, was, then South Park comes into the frame on Comedy Central. I love John Stewart's, like, three years in, South Park is just kicking ass. Yeah. And John Stewart says, you know, uh-huh. I don't say this enough, but I work on a s- television show. I'm the second greatest television show. I've won Emmys. <laughs> and yet, I'm second tier to a show with a singing piece of shit on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, yes, Bravo. you are. Yes, you are, John. It's like yes, that, you fucking are. And it's like, and you know he loved the show, but it's like, oh, yeah. you know, bro, that's the best way to handle it, being yeah. like, my show is second best. Well, that was a cool thing about Comedy Central. That was a cool thing about Comedy Central. They could make fun of themselves. Yes. And they let the other people make fun of them, too. Uh-huh. Uh, like, Netflix does this. Yeah. Netflix has a lot of levity. Yeah. Uh, because they do it in the uh, Inside Job. That's the name of the show. Uh, about the conspiracies, uh, they she makes this robot and she's going to force it to watch Friends, and she's like, "Did you know fucking Netflix paid like fourteen million for this?" <laughs> He's like, "Oh my god, really?" She's like, "Totally worth it." And the robot's like, "Yeah, that, no, that sounds pretty fucking stupid." <laughs> and that's like their biggest syndicated show right yeah. now, Friends. Yeah, but like I just love that pull that you see in uh, like Comedy Central television and stuff like that. They're able to make fun of each other and mm-hmm. still keep some levity. Yep. Uh, and and that was the other thing I loved about uh, Colbert Report and John Stewart is uh, and the uh, Daily Show was I would I would be watching Daily Show and like right as he he's wrapping up you'd hear you'd hear John's voice uh, kind of crack and just look to the side and all of a sudden it's like Steven standing there he goes you're going too long it's my turn now yeah. like that, it, it is like it would turn into a wrestling battle like he's trying to do the ending monologue and like all of a sudden the screen splits mm. and Colbert's sitting here he's like these. I'm waiting my <laughs> show needs to start he's like oh, okay I get it I'm finishing up he's like hurry up uh, <laughs> so it's like they kind of turn into the wrestling thing it's going back and forth a, I love the Colbert rapport mm-hmm. just because the facade Oh yeah, it's a spoof on Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, it's a spoof yeah. on Bill O'Reilly that eventually Tucker Carlson. You know, it's and that's that's what's fucked up is those guys would show up on those on like on Bill, John Stewart a and, lot and not get the joke, but like or like Bill O'Reilly would like show up and get the joke, but he kind of have that you know standoffish like oh yeah. ha ha yeah fuck you kind of attitude. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, fuck but you. Now, pretty much. <laughs> but like, what's funny is like John Stewart showed up on Bill O'Reilly's show and t- and Crossfire with Tucker uh-huh. Carlson yep. and. He shut them the fuck down. He did. I was, I've seen those clips. In a hard way. He even took, took Carlson to task when he said, you have a responsibility to your audience to not lie. Mm-hmm. 
you have a responsibility, and like Tucker, Carl, it went over his fucking head because oh, that bow tie is strangling the amount of oxygen. Did it, did it, was it over his head, or when did it do the Bill O'Reilly thing, where he's like, "All right, I'm, re- I just want to move the fuck on. Yeah, I just want to move I've the fuck noticed, on." I've seen so many. There's like a compilation of Bill O'Reilly getting shut down, and that's the way he does the entire time. It's he just blows like, it off. Well, well, never mind. I, I, you just you're well, not getting it. You're not getting it. And it's like nobody. You, you're the one not getting it. No, I think he gets it. He just knows who his audience is. No, he's it. Bill O'Reilly is telling the other guy. You, you just oh, don't. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't get it, and that's like him shutting yeah. it down. Uh, like these guys, you know, these comedians would go on shows and try to say, you know, you're you're more detrimental than you are helping. You know, you're 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 doing more damage than you know fixing. Yeah. When you talk, mm-hmm. because what you're talking about, you have no idea what you're fucking doing. And I'm not saying Bill O'Reilly's not a smart guy. Dude's fucking smart as shit when it comes to certain things. I, I think- own two of his goddamn books. He knows and what he's about doing. His- and they're history based books. I've read these books. They're not bad. Yeah. But now what's funny is he's like the most liberal motherfucker. Bill O'Reilly? Because he's not with the fucking line anymore on the Fox Network. He's not, you know, towing but, the line. But he's still doing those fucking book tours with like Donald Trump and shit, right? Yeah, but he's not towing the line of the of the source material. Well, I, guess he doesn't, oh, I guess he doesn't have to anymore. No, though. he doesn't he's have to. He's pretty much retired. But and Co- the thing is, too, talking about Colbert Report and Daily Show... It wound up being a weird thing because talking about what you were saying with Jon Stewart getting on there being like, you have a responsibility to not lie to your audience and stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember around that same time period with, you know, the Iraq war, or all mm-hmm. this other crap, watching. And of course, we had the news on every night because we had to get our daily fix of what was going on all you the time. Yet? And it wasn't uh-huh. even like Fox News. We were just like local news, you know, that That's kind of stuff. Did. Yeah. But it's Muslims like. Bought an airplane. Well, it's oh like, my god! So it's like I'm watching like you know recaps of press, you know junkets and stuff like this, mm-hmm. and you know and updates on all this stuff going on, and it's like and I get it, but at like the same time, it's like okay, whatever. I remember going to my room after dinner and turning on Comedy Central at seven o'clock, and or yeah, seven o'clock, and the Daily Show would be on. And they would be recapping what I just watched on the news a couple hours ago, but with the way they would describe things and make certain jokes, I'm like, okay, I'm understanding and getting this better. So almost in a way, even though they were delivering it with comedy, because I can't I can't include Colbert Report because they would sometimes edit footage and like make parodies of it, but no. like Daily Show, they would show stuff and make jokes about it and kind of frame it in a different light for you to see things. And it was just yeah. like well, levity, it made it a lot more understandable. It it brings a lot of levity. Mm-hmm. to the situation when you're trying to explain it in a parable yeah you know because it's like i am still it's like i'm not too far disconnected from y'all's age but i was still was the youngest at the table and that and that shit happened when i was in fourth grade yeah but when the, you know when there's an active war going on mm-hmm. when you don't have any you're hearing too much shit from too many outlets if you can concise it down with one one guy mm-hmm. who can not make you feel scared and actually, you know, get the get the facts out. Yeah. Yep. And just just a little bit of and levity. Not freak you out. A little bit of levity goes a long way. And he was able to do that. So was Stephen so, Colbert and um, Conan O'Brien too. I mean, like I was like yeah. the that was a time period where I consumed all of it because my folks would watch Fox News every night too. Yeah. And, and since and I was there, I would watch it with them. And then you know, Conan O'Brien would come on afterwards on Comedy Central. Yeah. I'd watch his take on all that. And then John Stewart, and then later on Stephen Colbert too. Yeah. It's, and it's like, and I was never necessarily scared of all that stuff that was going mm-hmm. on, you know, constantly throughout the years but it's like also at the same time it was like I was more confused being just like you know how, how is this like a thing that happens a lot that kind of thing it yeah. was just like so being able to see it from like I was just more or less confused just mm. being like oh 
this is a new thing that's happened. <laughs> this becomes, hasn't happened in my lifetime yet. Until it becomes normal, you know, no. fucking four years into a forever war. And then, and then fast forward to 2021 and here, or 2022, and here we are just going like, well, <laughs> about to happen again. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Russia. But uh, with problem with Trevor Noah and really with the, the Daily Show is that he kind of, uh, you know, is, freaks out a little bit over this, that, and the other. There's not really any levity to it. Mm-hmm. From what I've seen, I've only like seen not, like a handful not, of episodes that kind of like gave me that impression. And there's not a lot of uh, sensibility. No. And the thing was, not, because it, like, this is going to sound kind of fucked up, but he's not from here. Well, okay, like, neither is John Oliver. Yeah, but John Oliver has his own thing. He didn't try to take over a show from but, someone who was from here, who was from New York, who had a lot of, you know, a lot of experience firsthand and what the fuck he was talking about. Yeah. And then, you know, you got... Stephen Colbert, who's from South Carolina, yeah. So he gives you, he can play off that conservative mentality mm-hmm. a lot why he better. Was so good at it. Okay, Trevor Noah is by no means less funny mm-hmm. or less educated. I'm just saying he doesn't have his. Well, I argue with that on the funny aspect, but, but <laughs> he doesn't have. He's a first generation immigrant too. Yeah, like that doesn't make him better or worse. But in that case, he's not going to be on caliber of explaining news to Americans. For Americans, right? You know, what I, I'm see, I see what you mean so, on that regard. So now, if it was, let's say, a policy about immigration, yeah, he'd be fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. But when he's trying to explain the history of the United States, it's going to be a little bit harder for him because we all have a different version of it, yeah. right? And if you can bring it together and you know what you're talking about, per- that's fine. Perceptions are but, important, but he knows the history of one country over the history of our country. Mm-hmm. So that that there's he's dealing with a struggle there. So I think he was given a bad basket to begin with trying to He should have just had his own show. They should have just got rid of the Daily Show. That's yeah. what I was saying. Yeah, just give him his own show because yeah. uh, con- actually cuz this I'll actually argue with Cap's point. I've seen some of his stand up and I think he's pretty damn funny. Like he's got good delivery, he's got good form. And he's got, I like, just you, think it was the wrong choice brings, for him. What makes his comedy so good is like he's very unique mm-hmm. in his story. Yeah. His story is not much different from Elon Musk except Elon Musk was raised rich. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're both from the same fucking from place. Like South Africa, right? Yeah. During the apartheid time, right? Yeah, uh, but go back, go back to fucking the golden age of Comedy Central. Central. <laughs> I'm sorry, we went down. To I know. We got, <laughs> let me tell you about the war on terror and yeah. how it's a well, fallacy well, about I, opium. It is, well, it is still kind of a weird thing because during the golden age of Comedy Central was in the middle of wartime. Yeah, you know, it's like you know, and after a couple years of you know dealing with it, you know, on an emotional level, the best way to tackle it is it's, through comedy and so uh, it, trampolines with uh, you know girls jumping on yes, them on because the main we show. also had the man show around that. Time. Time. Back when uh, Jimmy Kimmel was, uh, you know, not as scary, yeah, not as scary, <laughs> or it wasn't as you know serious as he is sometimes now yeah. too. Well, it's funny. It was Jimmy Kimmel and uh, who else? Adam Carolla. Adam Carolla. Al Carolla kind of went off his rocker, but yeah, <laughs> they both did. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't keep up. I haven't kept up with Adam Carolla. I didn't. Never thought he was really that funny either. Adam Carolla is a man's man comedian, kind of like Tim. Tim kind of like Tim Allen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and they have some very weird viewpoints on some things. I eat car parts for breakfast. Blah, and I hate Muslims. Shit. Oh. <laughs> and Yikes. homosexuals. No, yeah, but, there's a reason there hadn't been like a Jimmy Kimmel, Kimmel like, uh, reunion yeah. thing, even like on a podcast. <laughs> Did you ever watch the uh, the one that uh, man show that happened after uh, Jimmy Kimmel and uh, Adam Carolla? Mm-mm. I remember. 
I was about to ask on, if y'all knew the. Uh, I think it was the, on Spike TV, wasn't it? I think they did it on Comedy Central. It, it lasted like for a, that. They uh, or maybe it was. I think, Fuse. I think they only did it for like God, a season. Fuse. I know. I love Fuse too. We could do a whole episode <laughs> on that. They had, but no, Fuse videos were always better. But y'all remember the hosts of the uh, post Jimmy Kimmel Man Show? I don't show? remember who they were. It was Doug Stanhope. Oh yeah. And Joe Rogan. <laughs> God damn. It. I thought Joe Rogan was part of the Man Show. I, I got, thought that was just a fever factor. dream. Yeah, because Joe Rogan was on original Fear Factor. Uh huh. Yeah, this was around that time period too. Syndicated show, but that only lasted for like a season, I think. Mm-hmm. Doug Stanhope has like some of the best stand up, though. Oh, yeah, I wonder if Rogan's commented on his time on the man show. Uh, I mean, I, have yet I wouldn't to... be surprised if he had Jimmy Kimmel or well, oh, had... god, that'd be fun. I mean, he's had Doug Stanhope on his show plenty yeah. of times because they're all buddies from yeah. Yeah. comedy together and everything. But go, go back to conversation just real quick. One of the syndicated shows I loved was mm-hmm. Mad TV. Oh yeah, and oh that's, yeah. That's pretty much the Joe Rogan crew right there. Yeah, it is. Bobby, yeah, Bobby Lee, Lee, fucking uh, was like the Mike Barinholtz. Uh huh. Uh, oh, Will Sasso. Too. Yeah, Will Sasso, Keegan Peel, all them guys are from Mad TV, which is a superior sketch comedy show. Oh yeah. to SNL. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> yeah, but they're allowed to get away with more. It's Fox. Yeah, it was Fox, and then Comedy Central, and that kind of got a Deborah. Re- uh, was it Deborah Messing? Messing. And she's always no. like the Whitney Houston characters. Yeah, but they do the whole. Uh, Price is Right sketch. They that was the cool thing about you know SNL was they had returning sketches, but they mm-hmm. wouldn't use them enough. Yeah. But Mad TV, oh yeah, we're coming back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> week I, after week, nineteen seventies, Price is Right, who's showing up, and it's like fucking Tina Turner all drugged out. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> and then it was eighties. Eighties one was good because Jeffrey Dahmer. It was that dude, the tall guy that showed up uh, oh, in that seventy show. Michael McDonald. No, I remember the dude that that seventy show where Topher Grace left the, the skinny guy. That yeah, showed. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Oh, Seth uh, Seth Myers. No, 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 no. Uh, tall guy. Anyway, he showed up in that seventy show. Before that, he was on Matt TV and he was fucking hilarious. And um, anyway, he shows up as Jeffrey Dahmer on The Price Is Right. And oh he's my like, god! And we have Mr. Jeffrey. Jeffrey, how are you? Oh, I'm okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So the price is a twenty pound roast, and it's like $2.99.99. He's like, okay, uh, Jeff, you might want to speak up, and he ends up winning it, and he gets, yeah. and he comes up there like square stepping. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and it's just like, hey, Jeff, what are you doing? He just there's the punchline. There's the punchline. But like, they would have like a fucked up cadre of people on the prices, right? Speaking of a fucked up cadre of people, another show that I probably was a little too young to watch, but I still watched it like hell, and it was funny. And there's, and it's kind of a situation of they probably couldn't do it today, and I'm surprised they were able to do it even then. Drawn together. Oh yep. my god, I forgot about that fucking show. That was I actually, raw, that I actually liked Drawn Together. That was animated porn. Pretty Essentially. Mm-hmm. You had no, a Betty Boop character, you had uh, like a princess, fo- a and superhero, and a and foxy. The fox, yeah, the fox foxy. one. I think that foxy was uh, Brown. Was that not De- Deborah Messing from Matt TV? Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, and you had um, a fairy type anime character who's yeah. super fucking gay. Uh, and then you had like yeah, a, the guy with the big nose. Then you had like the SpongeBob looking character or yeah. whoever the fuck that was. Yeah, but they all lived, it was basically making fun of the Surreal House. Yeah. Uh-huh. From VH1. Big which was Brother like a kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'd argue that that was probably like the trashiest era of TV. Yeah, because the writer strike. Oh, with uh, really? Oh, I yeah. forgot about all that too. The but like the strike. VH1, the VH1, we could probably do like a whole fucking like episode of like VH1 bullshit reality yeah. shows that we oh, all yeah. deep on that, too. Oh, that, yeah. that was making fun of you know the reality TV, Big Brother, uh, Surreal Life, like you were uh, saying. What was that one? Uh, 
Real world. Yeah, real, real world. world. That's all yeah. the same shit. <laughs> real world cops. <laughs> <laughs> the best real world parody was still the Dave Shape Chappelle Shell, one. Yeah. 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 My name is Tyree. Tyree. Yes. I've been to prison. Yeah. Tyree stabbed that motherfucker. Yeah. Charlie <laughs> 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 McHay. But, uh, you know, you going to the sketch comedy stuff on there, you know, it does bounce around quite a bit because. Even you know Amy Schumer got her own thing. Um, they always, they all, everybody tried to fill that Dave Chappelle void on Comedy Central. After and they did he try left. hard. I will say they did try. You know, this is going back to what we talked about before. At least they fucking tried something. Yeah. You know, at least, at least they could have gave Chandler Murphy a show. I bet that would have worked. It's like it looks like they're yeah. just trying nothing now. I yeah. would watch a whole series of fucking Charlie Murphy's True Hollywood Stories, for yeah. example. Yeah, that dude been around. Yeah. To quote Charlie Murphy, they were the darkest motherfuckers yeah. in Hollywood before, this, before fucking uh, Wesley Snipes. With Rick James and Prince at the height of like his brother's career. Prince putting that motherfucker on an album cover. Yep. Put Dave Chappelle on an album cover. You know why? Because he thought it was funny. Yeah. He just thought it was funny. Can you imagine how fucked up in your brain that's got to make you? You made fun of someone. He liked it so much. He put you on an album cover. Yeah. Dave Chappelle has a great bit about like you know comedians wanting to be musicians and mm-hmm. uh, musicians wanting to be comedians. Because like, every community... Every comedian wants to be a musician, and musicians think they're the funniest motherfuckers in the room. Yeah. <laughs> and look at us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm See? the funniest guy. I can't play instruments for shit. I don't want to play, play music. See, I'm the funniest motherfucker in this room. Y'all, yeah. can't, y'all can't touch me. And uh, we've actually overlooked two extremely important ongoing series that Comedy Central had. Comedy Central Presents. I was going to say, with all the stand-up. And Comedy Central Roasts. Yeah. God. The roasts I wasn't a fan of. You weren't a fan of the roasts. They were just, you know, they were great jabs. Yeah. And some Anthony Jeselnik, he p- cut his fucking teeth in them goddamn thing. Him and Amy Schumer. A lot of them were, did. Were some of the best fucking roasters of all time. Pete mm. Davidson's really yeah. fucking good at it. Uh, and then uh, you had like Greg Giraldo. That, yeah, Greg They were the roast comedians. And then you had, uh, what's his name, who pretty much made a fucking living off of it. Jeff Ross. Jeff Ross. Yeah. But he came from the from that time. Of, that underground, like, yeah. you know, touring comedy scene, too. Yeah, with, uh, what's his name, who had his own show on Comedy Central. Uh, Raunchy. Louis, Louis Black? No. Uh, he he was a correspondent, remember? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he would have that mad, he would do that mad rant at the uh-huh. end of the Daily Show. But Louis, Bl- uh, but uh, Jeffrey Ross was like a writer at points, too, wasn't Yeah, he? but uh, what was his name? Uh, he would smoke all the time on Comedy Central. He was a raunchy comedian, uh, late night. Oh, Ron White? No, not a co- not, not a blue-collar guy, just straight-up New Yorker. That would, that would smoke cigarettes on stage and be that. smoke cigarettes. Do the Lenny Bruce thing. David Tell. David Tell. Okay. I watched his show too. David Tell. I loved David his fucking Tell show. Was the same fucking way. He could roast the fuck out of somebody. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Ross piggybacked on that. And it, it's kind of fucked up when you think about it. But David Tell, of all the things he's been in, I think the fucking weirdest thing I've ever seen him in was in the. Everyone loves. Everybody hates Raymond. Yeah, everybody loves Raymond. Everybody We're, loves Raymond. Yeah, everyone hates Chris. Everyone hates Chris. And I've seen him do like. A, I went and saw him do stand up one time over at a, a Comedy Zone, and uh, he's just wrote. And it was like a Thursday night, wasn't a big crowd, so he's just kind of like making fun of everybody that's in the front row. Mm-hmm. And he goes like, "Oh, it's like, oh, you're a beautiful girl, huh? That's fine. That's cool." It's like, uh, "Do you shave?" <laughs> it's just like making people just uncomfortable. It's like, "Oh yeah, you can't ride dolphins with that because they're ticklish." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, David. T- David Tell, he he had his own show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was David it uh, Insomniac? Insomniac. Yep. And it's just and that ran for a good few years. And that's just David Tell just going to bars and getting drunk and on camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was great. But the roasts 
were okay. I didn't like the people being roasted. I think they right. got, I think they were overrated. Mm-hmm. I think That's kind of how it was. It was always like a Dennis, like it was like a you know Charlie Sheen, Charlie Sheen, or That's like Dennis biggest. Leary was one. You know, I know you love Dennis Leary, but like yeah. on the grand scheme of things, it's like it was always somebody that made you made you go like Dennis Leary. Okay, yeah, Bob Saget. Okay, I know. Rest in peace. But back then, it was like. Bob Saget. Okay. The Bob Saget one was pretty good, though, because like the best one was like Norm Macdonald roasting Bob Saget, and but it was like through the Norm Macdonald lens of you know his way of telling jokes, mm-hmm. but where nobody in the audience got it except, except for like, the, the people comedians. on the dais. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and didn't Jeff Foxworthy get a roast? Yes, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah, but like when I'm thinking of somebody you could roast, it's not a comedian. I don't want to see you roast a comedian. I want you to roast somebody. There was a Donald mm-hmm. Trump fucking roast. Yeah, yeah, but I wanted to see you roast Shaq. I want to see you roast Kobe. I, want <laughs> I would to see love you, to see a Shaq I roast. <laughs> Pete Davidson basically fucking did it. I want to see. <laughs> I want to see Charles Barkley get Pete on a Davidson fucking stage. Roasted Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I who is your Who is your paramour, fucking Kanye West? This tatted up piece of shit who wears this pajamas. fucking line cook. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking line cook. Perfect example. This this fry operator at a defunct McDonald's is fucking. Fucking my wife. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's 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 fucking hilarious because you know Charlie Sheen one is the is like the epitome one because everyone watched that. one. Oh yeah, but like they did one against like Justin Bieber. I'm like he's a fucking well, the, kid. The Charlie Sheen one was like that was at the height of his like you know internet popularity where he was just mm-hmm. like talking shit online and getting mm-hmm. Tiger Blood and AIDS. Yeah, where he was yeah. just going crazy. Yeah, Tiger Blood Witty. and AIDS. Yeah, he could. Yeah, that you whole sure, shit. Are you positive? You got Tiger Blood. <laughs> HIV positive, <laughs> but, and then uh, uh, then that was uh, what's the name of the comedian that was on that one? And he uh, that died like shortly afterwards. Ger- uh, Greg Geraldo, not Gra- uh, him too, but Patrice uh, O'Neill. Patrice O'Neill, yeah, Patrice O'Neill, awesome. That would have been a good roast against Patrice O'Neill, yeah, yeah, because he was too fucking good. He and, would come up there and be like, "You motherfuckers, <laughs> all right." It's like you want to roast, I'll get you a fucking roast. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, Basically, the was, green room. <laughs> and one that wasn't Comedy Central sanctioned, but it showed up on A and E, which I think is still owned by Viacom, which mm-hmm. owns Comedy Central. I, I believe. think so, yeah, because they own MTV and all that. Yeah, so it just wasn't labeled Comedy Central; it was under A and E. But there was a Gene Simmons roast, yeah. and that I one was that. great. It had Carrot Top and a whole, Steve-O of all people, yeah. all the Vegas, of- all the Vegas comedians. Yes, <laughs> yes. But like, if you go back to like the like the original roasts mm-hmm. uh, with, of like Dean Martin and like shit Dean like. Martin and all that and, you know they're and who'd they have it was like the Mel Brooks from, and, but it would be the dude from fucking Dirty Deeds uh, Don Rickles yeah the king of roasting mm-hmm. this dude would tear you the fuck down or like the Richard Pryor roast in the 70s and yeah. shit too but uh like those are the guys you know who would just do trash talking and all this and all that and the whole point of a roast is to trash talk someone out of respect right you know that was the point but i wanted somebody worth respect on there that was the then, problem i had with it the charlie com- sheen was not worth my fucking respect no the comedy central roast was like here's a punching bag that you know is yeah. donating money here's to a, a charity who, that he picked either have to a get really on bad tv time or really good time or someone or a troll on the internet is making fun of, so let's make fun of them too. Wasn't it all based on like you know somebody's uh, the the roast the guy that got roasted was uh, going to appear on TV uh, for X amount of money that they would donate to whatever charity they chose or that something like that. That was the like original that. plan, but yeah. it didn't game to. So I know the Pamela Anderson one was kind of rigged like that. Yeah, I was going to say here's a uh, they they considered the roast starting in uh, 2003, and here's just a quick list of them: uh, Dennis Leary, Jeff Foxworthy, Pamela Anderson, William Shatner, yeah. uh, Flavor Flav, Bob Saget. Uh, Larry the Cable Guy, that one was completely pointless. Uh, Joan Rivers, David Hasselhoff, I remember that one. I watched all of these. <laughs> uh, Donald Trump, Charlie Sheen, Roseanne Barr, James Franco, 
And then, yeah, Justin Bieber, Rob Lowe, Bruce Willis, Alec Baldwin. Okay. But, uh, no, the William Shatner one was was weird because fucking uh, uh, George Takai gets on stage. And, and he like, fucking hates William no, Shatner. No, he, he doesn't roast him. He fucking just, just like, Skewers. says, fuck you to his yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> He says, fuck you and the horse you rode in onto his face. <laughs> I remember, There's some I remember, real shit on those roads. I remember roads. when William Shatner not long ago went to space. and uh, At 90 years old or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And they were talking about, oh, man, he's the first you know Star Trek character to ever go to fa- space. And George Dekai's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> he's not. There was an astronaut who actually went to space and was on Star Trek. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was a black girl. Uh, and she had been to space twice, and she was up there for quite a while. So fuck you, whoever. Yeah, um, you lying sack of shit who don't yeah. do their fucking history lessons. No, I love the Larry the Cable Guy thing because like uh, the whole Larry the Cable Guy thing is a character that he put on. Yeah, and you want it fits the post nine eleven thing. Yeah, exactly. That's why all that worked. And his real name is like apparently his real name is Dan, and like he's like the most liberal motherfucker yep. out of those <laughs> out of that group. Fucking and, what's his name? Ron White was talking about that. Uh-huh. He's like, have you ever met that guy? Yeah, that guy loves to get shit faced and hates fucking churches <laughs> here's an interesting little side thing a, a label called canceled roasts yeah so in 2008 a roast was uh for willie nelson was planned to coincide with a release of one of his box sets but it was ultimately canceled according to jeff ross and then kid rock yeah. has had one canceled so many times you mean the honorable senator of michigan yeah, uh, Kid Rock was announced in November uh, 2010 and uh, scheduled for January 2011, but was later replaced by the Donald Trump roast. Rock's also roast, another like super conservative fucking. Uh, <laughs> and then his roast was rescheduled for August 2011, but then was again replaced by Charlie Sheen's roast. <laughs> Kid Rock then agreed a third time of doing the roast if they filmed it in his hometown of Detroit, Michigan, in which Comedy Central did not agree to do. Yeah. <laughs> so he, we almost. Funny? So three times we almost got one for Kid Rock. You know what would be funny if they did one in Detroit with Eminem, right? <laughs> that would make my fucking day. And have Dre and fucking uh, just basically that entire halftime show uh, lineup. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Snoop was on a fucking roast before. I think yeah. it was like the uh, the Flavor Flav roast. Yeah. He's like fucked up when he gets on oh, stage yeah. too. He goes like, "No, really?" No, he gets on the mic and he goes like, "For real, I am fucked up right now." <laughs> well, that was kind of like the ongoing joke too. Is like all the comedians, like you, you would always count on one or two being shit faced because they were partying beforehand. Exactly, and they were like making fun of Snoop, saying like, "Somebody tell Snoop he's here." Like, <laughs> it's like Snoop's here. Somebody tell. The three mainstays I remember was Amy Schumer, Anthony Jelzenik, and Lisa Lampanelli. Lisa Lampanelli, oh, Lisa Lampanelli. Yeah. she is nasty. Yeah, I remember. Whatever. Her. To her, that's what I want. She's to still know. doing roast, I guess, or she's got, or she's doing know, she's stand up somehow. But dude, but, Anthony Jeselnik, when you said and you brought that up, like he's still got a show, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you ever watched his stand up. It is a fucking knife. Yeah, dude. It but that's is, like the whole point of it. Yeah, he's like Jimmy Carr. Yeah, Jimmy Carr the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Did oh you, my god! But he, like all the stand up comedians we got exposed to through Comedy Central, it was like a hub where you could find. Well, when like I first a, saw uh, Bo Burnham. Yeah, was yeah. Comedy Central presents. Bo Burnham and uh, Jim Gaffigan was one that I discovered. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's the name? Dan of Dan Cook. I know Dan Cook's the one. That's the guy that fucking blew up in that time period. Yeah, but he had that fucking joke about uh, TiVo and shit. It was fucking hilarious. I forgot. I, that's where I found Lewis Black. Yeah, me too. Because uh, he had some of those run in like mid two thousand. Daily Show. Yeah, oh, but Jim had Gaffigan his, had one. Yeah, Brian Regan. Brian mm-hmm. Regan. That's who I was thinking of. Uh, Nick Swartzen. Yep. 
Carlos yeah. Mencia. <laughs> yeah, we're, I skip over the joke stealer. I never cared for him in the but first place. That's how you got exposed to that comedy. Pablo war. Francisco. Pablo Francisco had some great fucking oh, yeah. shit he's, too. He's talking about like the 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 trailers for movies and shit. Oh he yeah, just, just rock through them and going through and talking about like going to the strip club and just uh, being that. He, since he does voices, he would talk about you know uh, doing the beatbox sound effect to the DJ. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> and just <laughs> fucking with the strippers. Yeah. He would on the mic. Like, yeah. Come sit him in. <laughs> but no, it's crazy to think uh, the series went for a good while. It went from um, 99 to... I just lost the date. Oh, sorry. 98 to uh, 2011. Yeah. So it's oh, like... Wow. If for some reason in 2011, they just felt the need to like slow down on showing different I think, comedians I think what it was doing is, short I think sets. what it is is their exposure online probably yeah. killed it. Okay. Like, like so, like there's the move from the way you. Know, all right, it's a thirty minute special. Yeah. What is and, that noise? And it's the same. <laughs> and it's the same fucking theater. Right. So you know they probably shot the same special a handful of times. Maybe right. Maybe what what's called double ticketing. Yeah, yeah. Where like, hey, you sit in the front row for this one, you're sitting in the back one for the next show. Yep. So get up and pick up your ass. Mm-hmm. Um, but. There was one. I love the uh, singing ones. Oh, what's the name Stephen of that Lynch. one? Stephen Lynch. God, he was fucking funny. <laughs> and, um, you I, caught me. Yeah. <laughs> I was the, the, the uh, I date black girls only. Yeah. If you're a cracker, <laughs> you better get black because you're just not the girl for me. So there was him, and then there was uh, Dimitri, Mar- Dimitri, Dimitri Martin, Martin, who yeah, would do like with his the, little, uh, with his with his charts. Yeah, with his charts. <laughs> yes. And, and see, I liked. Demetri Martin was good in short spurts. Yeah, that's what the he, thirty minutes was great. <laughs> yeah, he he had his own again skit show basically, and it and it lasted too long. I didn't. It's like the joke got stale after a few episodes. But like watching the single special of like his big ass drawing board and like using that for the punchline of certain things, it it was really it gave you a, it gave you a Gallagher feel. It did, yeah, <laughs> like a prop comic. It was unique, but it wasn't. Yeah. And you're right, it was prop comic, but it wasn't proppy. It didn't give you like the, oh, it's, I don't know. I was going to say it doesn't give you like the, oh, he's the drawing guy, which he is, but it's like, it doesn't feel. There's another one that's like, yeah, another guy, uh, the magician. Oh, the amazing Jonathan. Jonathan. Yes. That's where I first saw amazing Jonathan Uh because he had his assistant. Yes. Tatia. Tatia. Tatia, you stupid bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing Jonathan was great. And actually he has a, there's a documentary on the amazing Jonathan Mm -hmm. that just came out a few years ago. Have you seen that? Not yet. Is it good? Is it like the mystery of he's dead? It's a bit of that, yes. Oh, he does like a fucking David Copperfield or some shit? Well, kind of, not really. It's, it's kind of an interesting documentary because it plays on two trains of thought. For the first three-fourths of the documentary, it's following the amazing Jonathan because he has been like really sick. So it's kind of following him on what's supposed to be his last days. He's just not dying. So he's and just waiting. And that's kind of the crux of the documentary mm-hmm. is John's wanting this to be done before he dies but he but like it turns into it felt like at first john wanted it to end with him dying but then you kind of find out that it's actually the director that's been wanting that because you start seeing some of the clips of him going i don't know why you're still hanging around me he's like what what is your end game here and it's like, and it's not staged. Like you can tell, it's like real shit. And then that eventually, kind of fucked up. <laughs> well, and then eventually, the director kind of gets on like the camera, and he goes, 
you know, I've had a lot of time to think and like, and like, and like all of a sudden it kind of pivots a little. Am I fucked up? <laughs> yes. To a point where all of a sudden, and then he kind of goes into like, he's like, as a director, you know, we're supposed to kind of put across what our view and, you know, we, we have a beginning, middle and end. He goes, you know, I thought this was going to be his end. He goes, but maybe not. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with this now. I don't know how to end this. And then, and then he kind of has like a Bo Burnham real talk to the like audience moment. And then it like, if I, I can't, I I'm not going to spoil the ending, but like, but by like the third act that kind of happens and it's like, Oh shit. If only it's kind of taking him. a different vibe. I should have just poisoned the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you poison a magician? <laughs> and I'm back. Ta-da! Pretty much. He uh, bought a fucking resurrection. Yep. Oh my God. Yeah, we're exposed to like various styles of comedy too, and you know yeah. that carries over into you know how we consume stand up well, and you know comedians. I mean, Jeff through- Dunham came out of that too. Yeah, yeah, I think. But what I think what did it in finally in 2011, you know, was you know comedians making their own specials or producing their own specials and selling them to Amazon, Netflix, Hulu. Yeah, because uh, uh, what's his name? Um, I can't, I'm trying to remember his name. Mike Birbiglia. Yeah, was a is a sports comedian. Uh, yeah. you probably heard of it, but he, he had a, he had a Comedy Central presents, and it's fucking hilarious. It, Damn, it's, it's a whole thing. It's like a whole like presentation. Yeah, but like Mike Rabiglia, he's talking about sports, so he sold it to a to ESPN, who who put ported it over to Disney. So now it's you know right there with like thirty for thirties. But yeah, but like that's where it's going. Um, but he's kind of like a Jeff Gaffigan, Jim Gaffigan kind of yeah kind of guy. Um, Jeff Ross, I think I saw Jeff Ross one time on there on Comedy Central Presents. Yeah, because I remember Comedy Central Presents would come on right after Reno Nine One One. Yeah, which, which we not, hadn't talked about yet. Yeah, let's, let's talk about yeah, Reno not the greatest that. cop show ever. Yes, next to cops. that I watched religiously. Reno Nine One One. That we need to talk about that on the reality series Cops. Oh God, Jesus! What you, all, what you gonna do? Well, I don't know. I don't know if we can. Every cop show's been canceled. Cops, uh, Live, Live PD. PD. Yeah, but we could talk about them. <laughs> we can talk about cops and how they're no, not really trusted and my laws are a threat of legality against you I love Reno 911 <laughs> laws are threats kids that's kind of like well I kind of poke fun at all that with uh, yeah, the TV do. show too yeah. just kind of like how just kind of like uh, how uh, what's the word I'm looking for uh, how terrible these fucking people are too oh, yeah. what's the word I'm looking for uh, uh, terrible in, in out. In out. that's well, the remember, word I'm gotta, looking you gotta, for you gotta remember they live in a town where Horan's legal so, <laughs> which kind of adds to it's you it, know it's, it's kind of like hilarious. Sign, it's like the Seinfeld thing where like the city of Reno is like yeah. a character unto itself. Yeah, yeah. Nick Swartzen's in it. Remember yeah. he's, yeah. he's uh, what's his name? Uh, Terry. 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 <laughs> what are you doing? Hand jobs a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's giving hand jobs behind the uh, the building on roller skates. Yeah. So he's always on roller skates. Yes. Yeah. He's like. What was the other cop that was always on roller skates? Uh, with Dang- the mustache, Dangle, yeah, Dang- yeah, yeah, Dangle, yeah, Dangle. But Terry, Terry was a civilian, yeah, yeah, yeah. who'd always get arrested. And yep. then you had, oh, I remember, yeah. And then you had uh, Weigel, was yeah, the Weigel short-haired was the, girl, uh, yeah, yeah, she yeah. Was, yeah. He was, was always like just, just a sad sack, just inept too, just awkward yeah. as hell. And speaking of Reno Nine One One on Paramount Plus, they're doing new episodes apparently. They've been, try- they've been milking that for a they're long really time me too. To get it. <laughs> they're, they're really selling me on they're buying trying, that shit. They're trying hard. Which is fine. My parents watch Yellowstone. <laughs> but um, I, w- I just wish that was like an intense Yogi Bear show. Yeah, wouldn't it? <laughs> Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think of every time I hear it. It's you like, just, you just hear we're it. no longer taking the picnic baskets. <laughs> hey, boo-boo. 
get the baskets. <laughs> it's like get the fucking, it, baskets. Then, it starts with, then, it, then they start playing the Sopranos song. Yeah. Woke up this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, instead of a drive through fucking Newark in the fucking Jersey Turnpike, it's a fucking Parks and Rec style <laughs> kind of opening. You just see Ranger Rick looking at his food and like bodies everywhere like, my God, <laughs> he was here. But no, he's like a Craven the Hunter. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> licks, licks the blood <laughs> he was here four hours ago <laughs> he's looking at like a destroyed basket like it's fucking CSI or some yeah. shit got a family to have a fucking chance and then you see like specific bear claws and he walks over it gently touches and caresses he's like boo boo is here yeah. <laughs> and, you hear, and you hear like the Ewok <laughs> and he's like the, at, the, at the end of the movie it's like what happened to boo 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 had to go. <laughs> boo Boo gone gone. Oh god, that would be fucked up. Just Yogi Bear at the final. The, the, this fantasy thing we're creating. Uh, <laughs> the season finale. Called Yellowstone. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the, the miniseries finale is Yogi Bears in his in his fucking cave, but it's not a cave. It's a casino called the Cave. Uh, <laughs> and he's smoking a cigarette, and he's like, "Any word? No, boss. We haven't heard anything." And you hear a. And it's Ranger Rick, and he's like, he ain't coming. <laughs> and he's just like, what do you mean? And he fucking takes his backpack off and throws him the skin of Boo Boo. Oh god, <laughs> it's like a Boo Boo skin rug. Yeah, and he pulls out a knife. He's like, he ain't coming. And you see like scars and shit. I know I'm describing like the best like fan fiction for Yogi Bear and the entire Hanna Barbera universe. Yes, Josie the Pussycat's are playing fucking punk rock in the goddamn casino in the background. <laughs> and then it's just a fucking Spider-Man versus like Kingpin style yeah. <laughs> oh it's took a wrong or Punisher versus Kingpin yes. oh, it's yes. oh it's took a wrong turn like fucking graphic even <laughs> whatever that character was Magilla no uh, Droopy Dog I yeah. think. no not Droopy Dog it was the uh, it was oh like, the cat the cat it was, yeah. like, it was like Pink Jazz Panther. Cat yeah, yeah it was like cat. Pink Panther but he's not running Pink the floor. Panther he's a fucking floor, uh, floor boss yeah. yes <laughs> but no fucking Magilla Gorilla's like knocked out out back he's like <laughs> he's the bouncer or some yeah. shit where's Magilla he ain't for sale <laughs> I got a gorilla for sale I got, I got a, a gorilla, gorilla for sale. sale he's like he's fucking dead <laughs> <laughs> you're dead to me <laughs> Well, was there any other Comedy Central shows that you guys remember because uh, enjoying? Because I remember a lot of other shows, but not liking them. The last like you brought up Kenny versus Spinny. See, the last I didn't like that show. That at was all. a Duck Ma- a show called Duck Man. I remember that one. I yeah, didn't it was pretty watch funny. that one at all either. Uh, the last one that I watched, Dilbert. oh yeah, Dilbert. Dilbert was yeah. But the last one that I watched that was original Comedy Central programming that I watched religiously was Tosh Even though yeah. it was like the same thing as like the soup and yeah. all that too. But I love I love Daniel Tosh. I, I respect what he does. Because I do too. He does. He does. He's like Anthony Jesenik a little bit. Yeah, and he keeps his uh, you know his specials thin, mm-hmm. so he keeps the comedy a little bit more fresh. Yeah, because that's what he, he needs. And if know? somebody was like trying to cancel him for some fucked up joke, he'd be like, whatever, <laughs> whatever. I'm better than you. God, yeah, I'm, essentially, that would be his punchline. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, he's like, I am better than you. Like yeah. everybody thinks they're funny, but no, you're not. <laughs> he's like, let's do an average of like you get your. Five, he's talking about the 15 minutes of success or 15 minutes of fame. He's yeah. like, that's not true. It lasts a whole lot longer. That's just an average. He's like, he's like zero, 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 forever, zero, 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 and it's just like there's your fucking average. <laughs> he's like, I've been gifted by God. 
It's just like holy. So, so yeah, imagine like that guy a, with like a, a YouTube like, like a like a commentary series, yeah. like a soup <laughs> format. No, and I loved it. And the reason why I loved it is because uh, there was also Attack of the Show on G Four, which came before all of those. I think, like I, I, they, I think, they did that, and then the soup came out, yeah. and then Tosh Point came out with the, with the turn of the century. With VH1, MTV changing their stuff already, especially MTV switching over to Daria, Beavis, and Butthead in the 90s, kind of led the way for VH1 to do the same, and then Fuse, G4, yep. well, all these fringe, general. Yeah. all those fringe networks came out and been yep. like, okay, we're going to give you the content you used to IFC get. IFC with Kids yep. in the Hall, yep. mm-hmm. Whitest Kids You Know, mm-hmm. other sketch comedy stuff. And what was cool was it's all in the same package. Yep. Dish Network and DirecTV yep. offered these fucking things all together. Yep. Uh, and I think so that's... Like, yeah, G4 Fuse. Because I remember uh, Original Cable. Yep. Uh, Channel 52 was Sci-Fi. Channel 53 was Comedy Central. That sounds about right. But like 32 was like ESPN. And I thought I had, it was like 49. 49. It, it might have been 49. Yeah. Because they do change it up. Go but on, I, remember, but, I remember like going to 29. 29 is Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, thirty and thirty one was or was one of those two was Nickelodeon. Well, you know, then it was Nick. Uh, the Nick Nick one was below mm-hmm. Comedy Central. I remember that. Yeah. Twenty eight was Nickelodeon. Yeah. Okay. And then no no twenty eight was Boomerang. Yeah. No, I, I remember oh, yeah. specifically Nickelodeon being in the low thirties. These 30s. states are greater of our brides. <laughs> oh, I know. That's why it's none so of us fun. graduated college in <laughs> physics. No. Okay. See, see, ESPN, then MTV, MTV Two, VH1, 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 VH1 Classic, Classic Fuse, G4, Four, yeah. Spike. Spike, Spike was yep. on Fuse. So you, then they moved it all the way above USA. Yep. To give it prime time. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Your ABC Family. Yeah. ABC uh-huh. Family. <laughs> God, God damn it. <laughs> I can remember that shit, but I can't remember shit from the Bible. No, nope. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I'm never going to remember anybody's phone number ever again. But, but I remember my direct TV. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember my password for fucking Netflix, but I can remember that shit. <laughs> but like, you're just, you're just, you remember that kind of shit, and you're just like, oh my God, this is how our grandparents can remember the Bible. Yes. <laughs> Channel 29, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Jimmy Swaggart. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z, yes. <laughs> so saith the Z. <laughs> Master Roshi. Well, yeah. and again, it was because, you Goku know... Goku just... fought Frieza in the great battle of, of Namek. And yep, then, Namek, yes. And then, Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> the attack on Gundam. Well, and it's because, again, we did, we had internet, but it wasn't fast internet. It was a great there, there was a YouTube, but not the YouTube we have you today. You could play chess yeah. on Yahoo and get yelled at by assholes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, we had internet, but it wasn't like this. So it's like... It didn't we, run the world like it does now. So the way we remember YouTube.com or Netflix, the way we remember our websites now mm-hmm. is the way we remembered our TV channels because it was just as much of an experience, just as yeah. much as, you know, we have dropouts so we can watch Game Changer or Dimension 20 or, you know, um, uh, or um, um, actually. actually. Uh, so it's like, <laughs> how ironic. We're all a bunch of fucking nerds living off each other's fucking yes, services. Yes. yes. <laughs> Raise your hand if you pay for HBO. <laughs> <laughs> no one here at the table, but we're also not using your account. <laughs> but no, so it's like, just how we religiously go back yeah. to these apps week after week to catch these new shows it's the same way it was it's like oh my god no I've got to remember that channel 31 on Thursdays at 7 o'clock is the new episode yeah. of yada yada and I've got to be home by this time and you'll even when I started getting older I started hearing like mom talking about oh yeah I might need to go to the store and the other and I loved going to the store but 
I had to remember if it was on X night at seven o'clock or six o'clock, and I was there was one of my new shows coming on. It was no, no, no. I'm staying home because yeah. like, I couldn't miss my show. You weren't going to be able to watch it again. Now it's what day does South Park come on? I don't know, but I know it'll be out by the weekend. I'll watch it on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. it's like it doesn't matter when it comes on. We'll oh, watch it when we watch it. Back on eleven thirty. Yeah, <laughs> no, right. Oh yeah, they would do that too. It'd play like the uh, the encore. Di- yeah, I'd be at encore for like eleven o'clock at night. That, then- that shit probably doesn't happen anymore. No, I just get drugs in the syndication. Yeah. or uh, what do you call it? Uh, what, what the marathon? Well, no, uh, it, it happens in um, what do you call it? Every service offers it. Now. Every cable service offers it now. On, on demand. demand. Now you have on demand. Why the fuck would I show it twice? Yep. Yeah. Then after like the second show, because it would be I remember, like the, I remember uh, when we got DirecTV, mm-hmm. we had switched from Dish Network. It pissed me off there because I was watching a show on a free like Stars thing that we yeah, got, yeah. and then it's just like, oh, we switched the networks. Do we have free Stars? It's like, no. Fuck, I was watching that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's I a guess, lot. We'll, guess we'll see that until it comes out on fucking DVD. Yeah, there's more quality <laughs> shit on Stars like back then too. Yeah, but, before uh, it went to shit. But. We had got it, and it's like, hey, you have the option to record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, DVR. TiVo. Yeah, you had TiVo built into the box. Now you just didn't have a box. Yep. And uh, we started using that. Dad started recording like every other show he could watch. Yeah. Um, I remember Spect- we got Spectrum now. It's a little bit different because you mm-hmm. still have on-demand and everything. Yeah. But now you can do the scheduled stuff. And now they upped it to where you use the schedule two at once yep. while watching something. So back then, that was hard. Oh, you know, yeah. You could watch something and record something else, but now... You can do all three. Mm-hmm. Um, it's which, in such a short amount of time, too. And, get, and you know what's fucked up? The technology involved in a cable box is still shit. Yeah, <laughs> they it's have horrible. Not, they have not invested in their peripherals at all. No. Hmm. They, they have just gotten so fucking lazy. Like, I think... Uh, I think the hard drive in a fucking Spectrum box is like 300 gigs. <laughs> 300 fucking gigs. So they have all these advancements with like streaming and everything else, but the actual like box itself. But like even the performance of the box, like the way it operates, there's no like Still no RAM. There's no, no RAM chip in it. There's yeah. nothing There's nothing to kick it on on the processing end. It's kind of like a Fire Stick. You know, Fire, at least Amazon, had, you know, invested in the new Fire Stick. Yeah. Which does, you know, I haven't hooked mine up yet, but damn, it fucking works better. I mean, I, I, I have the cheap, we're going off on a major tangent, but it's fine. We're wrapping up anyway. I've got one of those cheap, like $30 or $40 Fire Sticks plugged into a TV up there. It fucking works like a charm. Yeah. When I remember buying a $50 Roku and it being a piece of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, uh, but this thing is like the size of like three fingers mm-hmm. and like the thickness of my thumb. <laughs> uh, remotes just get tinier and tinier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now now you don't need a remote. Now you just got this. Nope. Yep. Yep. You can remotely got your cell phone. Your, yep. Yep. Why your, the fuck? Your, uh, your surveillance device slash remote slash mm-hmm. radio slash. And that's classic Comedy Central. Yeah. <laughs> radio 911 though. Yeah, yeah. God damn it, I miss it. I do. I miss it. Garcia, Travis. Travis was the funniest. Are you going to watch the reboot? No. No, I'm tired of nostalgia. They've tried to reboot it like two or three times. I'm I'm just, I'm kind of through. Or like the dumb movies with it. I'm kind of through with the whole nostalgia grab. Yeah. uh, Because the latest thing I saw was a preview for the new Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. Yeah, That's on HBO. And I'm just like, how dare you? I know Will Smith's doing it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, what are they gonna, they're going to make it like so. They're already like Will Smith and you know Carlton already like fifty years old. Yeah, but like they're going to do it. It's a whole reboot. Yeah. With why? Because because fuck you. That's why. Because fuck you. We want your nostalgia tears. I hey, we'll like, have access to it. It'll be I, on it HBO. It won't be half as good as the the best episodes. Yeah, I'm with Chris on the nostalgia thing. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's burned done. out. It, it's Back to our like you Futurama know, thing. Yeah, yeah, the Futurama thing. I don't. You know, they did it right. They've done it right. Rescue me. They did it right. Yeah. Snowfall, they're going to end it fine. 
yeah. Hell on Wheels. Just end Breaking it Bad. and be, have it done. These well, these shows are done. Walking Dead should have been finished. They tried to do ago. it once with. They tried to do it once with Breaking Bad with fucking uh, Torino, uh, El Grand, Camino. Uh, El Camino, yeah, yeah. Grant Torino was Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, racist Clint Eastwood. Yes, <laughs> uh, but no, it's. I'm, I'm just getting tired of these pulls. Mm-hmm. I kind of want some new material, something, something worth fresh. my time. And yeah. there there is stuff on there on the indie scene. You know, like Dropout. Uh, these little indie things like Shudder. Yeah. Dude, Shudder's kicking ass with some of their far, uh, horror stuff. Yeah, indie horror stuff, too. New directors, new new styles of shooting. Uh, if anybody's a horror fan, listen to this. Check it out. Oh, uh, yeah. I want an endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, like and sponsor us. <laughs> I will be a shill for Shudder. But it is kind of crazy, like, kind of looking back at, like, my childhood and stuff. It's like the main networks I remember always clicking on because G4 did come a little later and so did Fuse but like the main networks I always went to was Nickelodeon and Comedy Central and it's like finally looking back at like the list of the shows and kind of thinking back like at how much TV I watched I watched a lot more Comedy Central than I realized and it probably kind of shaped like my sense of humor kind of growing up and just kind of being interested in more of that weird off the wall even semi meta comedy because they were even experimenting with that Dimitri Martin did a lot of that meta comedy back then first I was like we got like I was saying earlier we got like different styles of comedy that you know kind of made all of us here at the table probably fans of the art form oh yeah know, because of all of a sudden no longer was it this happened to me today yeah. you know it's like there was it, like with Comedy well, Central Presents there was a new style comedian every single time it's like oh you got a Asian lady a black guy you know this guy does props you got this guy that comes from this background you've got it's like all of a sudden it wasn't the traditional white dude up there you know hi guys how are we doing we're gonna do comedy kind of like, shit and now you've got like uh, every one of those comedians has a podcast where they talk about you know their take on the art form and everything too which yep. kind of you know gives it a new uh, but Comedy Central you know other than the Presents they did full specials Oh yeah, yeah. like uh, red, white, and black mm-hmm. with Lewis Black. Lewis Black, God, yeah, I was fucked up watching that. And that was, <laughs> and that was the hub for uh, the art form too. Yeah, the Kings of Comedy. Yeah, Live and Bernie Mac. Live and Charlotte, not a few, a few blocks from here. Yep, yep. that's right. Uh, then you had uh, Blue Collar Comedy Tour. Yep. Then you had the Queens of Comedy uh, that came out later. Um, you had a lot of troops. Yeah, a lot of troops. A lot of. Um, a lot of just big specials. Uh, then those like people, the Dave Chappelle specials or yeah. the uh, Daniel Tosh specials, yeah, and they would rerun old specials at night. Uh, a little, oh, bit, they a little run, bit uncensored. They would run the uh, old Eddie Murphy like raw, yeah, raw and delirious specials yeah. at like midnight. They did midnight. live on Sunset Strip with Richard Pryor Richard a few Pryor. times. They wouldn't, they wouldn't be edited either. They would include all the fucks yeah. and all the uh, bad words and everything yeah. too. But you know, syndication-wise, I remember Seinfeld being on there for the longest time. Yep. On Comedy then, Central? It was yeah, for a bit. And just for a bit, then TBS bought it. Oh, okay. TBS ended up running its syndication for a while. Yeah, that's where I watched it. That was like the hospital TV. Yeah. (laughs) Like like the waiting room TV. Uh TBS. Yeah, that's that's the hospital TV. Yeah. Like Seinfeld and then Home Improvement before that. Yeah, I loved Home Improvement. Home Improvement was the shit. There's another, uh, that's another uh, great TV dad. (laughs) But like, you know, syndicated stuff, I think in the goal, like the tippy top was when they had Mad TV. Oh, yeah. Because those people, they deserved every bit of screen time they got. Mm -hmm. And with Key and Peele, you know, coming from there, you could see, you could watch the old Mad TVs syndicated on Comedy Central and see where Key and Peele went. Yeah. Because you got Coach Hines. Which were like some Mad TV characters. Yeah, which was a Mad TV character unto the super, uh, the sub, uh, uh, the sub. Yeah. Uh, the substitute teacher mm-hmm. that he plays. He, he's like, hey, hey, Ron. Yeah. Uh, you, mean, you mean Aaron? What? 
<laughs> Timothy. Timothy. And he's like, present. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. So it's, it's been awesome kind of going back through that. And it's kind of kicking me into gear. I'm wanting to like revisit some of those old shows now. Just kind of check it back out. Well, be on Paramount Plus probably. Who yeah, knows? No shit. <laughs> but I'd say this has been another great episode of The Couch Potatoes. So I've been Alex. This is Cat. And Chris, do you have any sort of final thoughts for us? I miss pants off, dance off. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. We are going to have to do like a G4 Fuse episode because mm-hmm. there's not enough content on singular one of those to do a whole episode. surreal cop shows. <laughs> I want to watch live girls getting busted for a little bit of heroin yeah. <laughs> under the car seat. Oh, what's this? Yeah.